You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Departing to the Father is the title of this devotion. That's something Jesus said here in John chapter 13. And I really love what the Lord says to you and me through that, because thereby he says, hey, follow me. Hey, where I go, you go. Where I dwell, you dwell. And I think it's so important that we have that spirit in us and that people can feel this in us, that they can say, you know, I always get the feeling in you that you're going somewhere else. Are you thinking of moving to another country? You can say, well, kind of, but it's a heavenly country. It's my heavenly home. You see, I'm a member of the household of my heavenly father. I'm a citizen of heaven. The life that I live in this body, I live from above. Proverbs 14, verse 14 says, a good man lives from above. The life that I live in this body is not my own, it's the life of Jesus. And he gives me this life consistently, constantly, so that I may live as he lives. You know, somebody one time asked somebody, hey, do you need to be born again? I say, who would not want to have life renewed in them again and again? It's a natural thing as well as supernatural. What do you mean a natural thing? Your kidneys are constantly cleansing your blood so that you can keep living. Your bones are reproducing blood cells so you can keep living. It it is a natural thing to be renewed, but how much more is it a heavenly thing that you receive the life of the Son of God in you and you have a new birth. And you have that new birth, not only to be able to live as He lives in this body, but to live for the inheritance that's awaiting you in His presence. When your time is finished in this body, you will enter into your inheritance. And he who prepared us for this very thing is God himself, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. So my goodness, I tell you, I love this thought. Look what Jesus says here in John 13, verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Again, Jesus knew his hour had come that he should depart. You see, Jesus knew in himself, I'm going home. It's time to go home. My time has come. I'm ready to finish. And how did he finish? How did he finish? You know, as I'm getting a bit older, and I notice it sometimes physically, I notice it in different ways that I'm getting older. My hairline goes up a bit and, uh, and some other little things that I notice. Okay, I'm getting a little bit older and my body is giving me signals. Hey, your days are counted in this body. This body is not eternal. It's temporal. It's only a tent. But God has a building, a house prepared for you. You read this second Corinthians chapter five, starting in verse one. And so, I think, how do I want to complete the day set before me? 
I want to complete them to the praise and the glory of God more than ever. And I pursue that with my heart. You see, when Jesus knew the hour had come, he had one thought in his heart right at that moment to be able to demonstrate the love he felt for his disciples, which was the love of the Father for him. He knew that that same love the Father had for him is what he was supposed to give to those who were around him. And he wanted to show them the extent of that love and began to wash their feet and began to show them how his life was given for them to share what he had, what he had with the Father. And I think it is so important, friends, that when we know our time is at hand, the way we live, the way we live is so important today. Why waste your life? in a few pleasures that are quickly passing away. And I'm not talking about that God doesn't want you to enjoy things. No, God wants you to enjoy it. But don't make that your life's aim. Make your life's aim to please your Father in showing His nature, His love for those around you. Can you hear me? I really believe God, Holy Spirit is pulling on your heart right now and saying, hey, come on, take every opportunity to show my love for you with those around you. Talk to them how I've loved you. Talk to them how I've been faithful to you. Talk to them about the hope you have in your heart that you're going to be with me in my house. Jesus said to his disciples, if you let not your heart be troubled, if you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. He says, I'm going to my Father. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, but I'm going to prepare a place for you that if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, you may be also. That's John 14, the first three verses. The Lord Jesus had that spirit that he says, come on, I want you to be where I am. My time is at hand. I'm going home to the Father. I'm departing to the Father, but I want you to be there too. You know, in 1978, I was 18 years of age. I think it was the month of November of that year. And I was driving from the city of Amsterdam in the Netherlands where I was living to the city of Den Haag, my hometown. And as I was driving, I'll never forget it, I was listening to this cassette tape where Andre Crouch, who's a wonderful man of God, he's in heaven now, was singing, The blood that Jesus shed for me Way back on Calvary The blood that Jesus shed And from there He will never lose its power. I can't remember all the words exactly, but you got the point here. You could still Google it to listen to it. It will never lose its power. And I was singing and singing and worshiping with tears flowing down my cheeks, so grateful that that blood is for eternally powerful, eternally capable of washing us continuously, constantly to present us holy and without blame in the presence of the Father. And it's only because of that blood that we are holy and without blame, only because of that covenant blood that Satan cannot get a hold of us, no matter how human we are. It is absolutely amazing, the power of the blood of Jesus, and so powerful that it can 
strip sin out of your conscience so that you can feel you're holy and right in God's sight, despite that you're human. It is the power of the blood that gives that clearness of conscience and nothing else can give you such a clear conscience. You read that in Hebrews 9:14. And so I was worshiping and singing and I had a vision true a vision while I was driving the car and I know God can give you a vision in a split second that to you feels long and I saw myself walking into heaven and the light coming from heaven was like wind it was alive it went right through me and I was so filled with glory and I looked around and I saw all these people watching me go in the dark and I began to weep and cry and I said no Jesus I don't want to go to heaven alone and the vision left. Two weeks or a few weeks later, I went to Bible school and started preaching because I knew Jesus had called me. And you know something. In the month of March here in 2022, I received a word from a dear, dear, lovely saint of God whom I love dearly. And he reminded me of that vision I had not heard about that vision or had any other indication about that vision since 1978. And this person spoke a word of God to me that that vision came back, uh, that that vision of me going to heaven meant that the Lord Jesus would use me as an open door for many souls to go to heaven. This person didn't know about that vision, but the Lord does. You know, God spoke to me through that that little word so strongly. And now my heart is more on fire and gratitude for his love for me than ever before. More than ever am I living in this absolute gratefulness that God would grant me the privilege to be an open door for others to go to heaven. And this is what I'm trying to say to you. The day is coming when you know it is your hour and you say goodbye to your family and friends, and you say, it's time for me to go home. You know, I was a young man. I was maybe 15 years old or so, I can't remember now. And I was in my father's office, and my father got a phone call from one of the working people there. And he said, Brother Mausbach, your mother is not eating. Could you come and see her? And my father said, come, Robert, come with me. Come, Robert. I said, okay, Dad. And I went and I knew her. I'd visited her in her home in the Rotterdam years before when she used to live there. But my father had provided a place for her to live in her old age. I think she was 110 years of age and had had 14 children. And we walked in and she took my father's hand and she said, oh, Johnny. (laughs) My father's name is Johannes. Oh, Johnny, I'm tired. I want to go home to Jesus. Pray with me. I'm going home. She knew her time had come like Jesus and that she was departing to the Father. And my father prayed and she slept away and went to the other side. And I watched it. I saw it. And you see, all of us have that departure date written in the book of life because we have a place prepared for us. And I want to encourage you 
do what Jesus did. When he knew the time of his departure was at hand, he set himself to demonstrate the love that he enjoyed with the Father to those around him. And not just by washing their feet and clearing the atmosphere of their own competition and power struggles, their own irritations with each other and frustrations. Yes, he did, but he did much more than that. He gave his life on Calvary to demonstrate the Father's love for him. He said in John 14, verse 31, he said, I do going to the cross, what I do, so that the world may be convinced I love the Father. Jesus did what he did in his love for the Father and the Father's love through him for us. I want to encourage you to live for that in the time that you still have before your departure to the Father has come. Amen. Have a good day.